Do you have your fingers in more than one direct sales business, waiting to see which one will make you the most money? Here's the truth. Working more than one direct sales business is not the thing to do. This is such an important message that I've been dying to voice because I see so many women hindering their success by not being able to commit to just one company. In this episode, I'm going to explain why this can hurt your business and how to identify which company you want to represent with 100% dedication. Welcome to the Dreams Before Dishes podcast. My name is Cody Bills, and I'm here to help you build the direct sales business of your dreams. I've been clearing a seven-figure income through direct sales since the early 2000s, all while being a busy mom of four, a wife, and an entrepreneur. Sound impossible? It's not. It all started from my kitchen table, and in this podcast series, you'll learn how I did it. So go ahead and leave the dishes for later and listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Flowdesk. Flowdesk is the easiest, most beautiful email marketing system I've ever used. But that's not the only way I use it. My favorite way to use Flowdesk is for my new enrollees. I have a 30-day email sequence to help them every step of the way as they get started. I also have one for new customers so I can make sure they're confident and ready to love the product. This has made follow-up a breeze and now I know it's happening when I'm unplugged from work. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, you can get 50% off by going to flowdesk.dreamsbeforedishes.com. Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot dreamsbeforedishes.com. Too often, it is mistaken that multiple streams of income means working multiple network marketing companies. Uh, no, this couldn't be further from the truth. But you might be thinking right now that you just love so many products that you can't choose which one you want to fully represent, so you decide to sell them all. Or you've tasted success and feel like you can duplicate it in another company at the same time. Both of these reasons can get you into trouble. So let's say you've joined a company, you're loving the product, you're established, you've built up a customer base, and then along comes an amazing new company. Well, when a new company shows up on the direct marketing block, it could be a great next step or it could never get traction. And if you leave, you lost all your momentum in your previous company. I've experienced all of it. I've seen companies go under. I've seen brand new companies and knowing I could start on grand level, but needing to decide if it was worth the risk. And I've made it to the top of companies I've chosen. But the choice of your company is such a big decision. So back to the problem of being multi-passionate and loving lots of different products. You think, well, I love this other product so much that maybe my customers will love it too. You start marketing both products and your customers get confused, not to mention your team too. Which company do your customers support? How do you track your success within two separate compensation plans, separate back offices, separate incentives, etc.? Doesn't this seem like double the work? Working at two or more companies does not double or triple your income. In fact, the truth is, it diminishes your income. This is because your audience is confused, your attention is divided, and your credibility is diluted. Do you see what I'm saying? 
How do you hold good credibility with your customers if they don't have your full attention? This makes you appear like you don't know what you're doing and that you're not confident enough in yourself to go full force with just one thing. And how on earth do you expect to maximize a comp plan when you are juggling the sales in multiple plans? Have you heard the saying, no man can serve two masters? Well, it's true. One master or business in this case is going to need more attention than the other. There will always be new products, new companies, thousands of things you can sell and be good at, but that doesn't mean you need to or can do it all. And if you are drawn to another company for any reason, you need to decide if that's the right one for you. So I have a test that has helped me to recognize and know when a company is right for me. I have seven questions, and if the company can score on five to six of them, then it might just be the one. So number one, how easy is the product to sell? If you're having to convince people why they need the product, that can get draining really fast. Number two, how quickly will your customers get to see results? If it's taking months for customers to see results and it's a lot of work to get them, it's going to be harder to turn a first-time customer into a raving long-term return customer. Number three, is there a big fun factor? I've looked at companies where I've loved the product, but the culture was so dry. I believe this can and should be fun. It's not all a picnic all the time, but it also should not feel like a job. Boring trainings that were missing the inspiration factor just wasn't going to work for me. And number four, Does the idea of this company keep you up at night because you are so excited about it and the one that rewards you the most? If you can't stop thinking about it, then that's a sign. Number five, is the product fun and easy to sell because it's something that your customers want or keep coming back for? Or is it something that you only need once or sporadically, meaning you're going to constantly need to find a whole new customer pool? Or is it something that they use up and need more frequently? That means they have become a great repeat customer. And number six, what is the price range for the products? I've sold everything from an $11 product to a $200 product. It can look really appealing to see a higher price point with a higher compensation and think, well, that looks fun. But higher price points also means harder sales. You're going to face more objections or run into people who want it but just can't afford it. When I first looked at my current company, I saw the price range of $11 to $14, and I thought, well, shoot, I'm going to have to sell a ton to make any money. But then I looked a little deeper and realized that the low price point would mean customers would be more likely to buy in bulk and not even question buying with this price point. At this price, people can afford to take a risk and try it because they know it's not going to break the bank. And finally, number seven, what are the monthly quotas to climb up the ranks in the comp plan? This is important because it needs to feel doable. Remember, the goal is that you're going to be at this minimum number every single month. With my very first direct sales company, I had to sell $2,400 worth of inventory every single month. You can imagine my excitement when the next company, it was down to 500 and how great it feels to see my current team rising up the ranks with only a $300 monthly quota. And by the way, If you can't reach the minimum in your company, that should be a red flag for you. So if you're currently working two or more companies, ask yourself these questions for each one and see who comes out the clear winner. 
Choose that company and only that company and run with it. Don't let anything stop you from rising to the top. This is what actually attracts people to you, seeing your passion, not just what products you're selling. There is no way you can express enough passion for multiple companies the way you can with one that lights the fire within you. On the other hand, it might not be a shiny new product that tempts you to start another company, but possibly the compensation plan or seeing other women rising to the top within that company. And you think, I could do that. And your ego might step in a little bit and tell you that you're capable of duplicating your success in another company while sustaining your success in your current company. Again, same message. What are you saying to your existing team and customers? You're already busy enough, so why add to that? Don't fall in the trap of losing the big picture perspective. I get messages all the time suggesting that a product from another company would complement what I'm already selling. Don't fall into this. There are always costs to every opportunity, and I see too many jumping into another company because they're stuck in thinking about me. What I mean is they're thinking, I could do this. I'd be good at selling that. I can duplicate my success again. And then they lost sight of we. That we is the team that they have been building who suddenly feel neglected, confused, and unsure about the future with their current company because you got sidetracked by a new shiny thing. You could have just ruined the trust of your team. I've seen this over and over. People watch you and look up to you more than you know. For example, it's almost like your kids finding out that you have another set of kids that you need to spend time with and that they aren't going to always have your full attention because you're such a good mom that you need to prove it by taking on more duties. So bottom line, if you are tempted to add another company, start by making a list of what drew you to your current company and what is drawing you to the second one. I'm always going to be of the opinion that going into one company with your whole heart is always going to be better than multiple with your energy divided. I sure hope you have seen the crucial message of this episode. For the full show notes from this episode, go to dreamsbeforedishes.com. Make sure you subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. And of course, if you want more Cody with an eye in your life, you can find her on Instagram at Cody Bills or on her website and blog, codybills.com.